Hello, hello, hello. What a privilege to be a part of what the Touch Bearers Network International is doing. My name is Osai Tresomokaro, as you can already see on the screen. Touch Bearers Network, I am impressed with the impact you are making, and I pray that God continue to enlarge you, God continue to expand you, and God continue to provide for you. You are welcome to Impact 2020. It's a virtual conference this time, and I think that is God making all things work together for us. Yes, if this was a physical conference, of course, we could meet as many as we can within our spheres. But thank God for the virtual conference we are holding. By this, I trust that we're going to be able to reach more people now and even after now. So, I'm going to hit the ground running. My name is Osai Tresomokaro, and today we'll be dealing at what dealing on what you can see on the screen now, generating income in the midst of economic instability. Generating income in the midst of economic instability. You and I know that the coronavirus, the COVID-19, has dealt a big blow to the earth, and a lot of economy are suffering, including us. Like humans that we are, with the nature of God within us, we always have what it takes to navigate every circumstance that comes our way, you know. So there are still strategies to put in place, there are still ways to work, there are still ways to engage life, and you can continue to generate income even in the midst of all of this economic instability. So as we go ahead, we're going to be looking at these four to five points. What is economic instability? The signs of economic instability, how to tackle these signs of economic instability, our mental disposition to life. Then the marketplace dynamics. After that, we just wrap it up in a summary with a call to action as to what we are supposed to do at this time. So, right on. What is economic instability? Economic instability involves a shock. To the usual working of the economy the economy itself is used to working in a certain way whenever there is a shock to that usual working of the economy it is called economic instability the coronavirus has done that massively and today it is very eminent all over the world that a lot of economies are struggling but within this struggling economy there are signs there are things that are happening there are things that must happen by reason of the economy and the status of the economy for an unstable economy these are the signs that we see reduced confidence people even reduce their level of confidence in themselves confidence in the businesses they used to patronize because at the time where there is instability in the economy of course part of what follows is job losses the regular flow of income is destabilized and the flow is somewhat not going as it should so there's a reduction in confidence there's lower investments there's lower spending there's lower growth and above all there is higher unemployment all of these are things that we are all facing today. 
that as the children of God and as humans living within this economy, there is a way we must live our life and must continue to live our life. Because whether we like it or not, we must keep generating income. We must keep making money. Because money speaks on the earth. Yes, you must get values. You must eat. You must clothe. You must house yourself. You must do the regular things you must do. And money is a means of exchange for all of these things. So we must keep generating income. So let's look at how we can deal with all of these signs. Dealing with the signs of economic instability. First, we'll be looking at dealing with reduced confidence. Reduced confidence demonstrates itself in people willing to take action. But the level of confidence people have in themselves drops. Yeah, yeah ability to take action is affected you know they display little or no trust for themselves they are more afraid to fail in enormous circumstances humans have this fear of failure and because of that taking action sometimes is limited that's why we do what we do on our youtube channel where we did mystify various concepts of life i think the last Okay, part of the series we've done, we've demystified the concept of fear. You know, fear has a way of limiting people, even in a very normal economic situation. So when there is instability in the economy, the fear level is heightened. And when fear goes up, action drops. People are more afraid to take action. So these are the way reduced confidence demonstrates itself. You know, so how do you deal with it? As an individual, part of my strategy is simple. Spend time reading your Bible. You know, sometimes when we come to sessions like this, we are looking for information that are very scarce. The truth is, everything you're going to learn here are things that are already within your space. They will most likely just be presented in a better way or in a way that will be action-oriented so you can take action. Read your Bible. They listen to motivational messages. Why do you need to read your Bible? Your Bible tells you about God's opinion about you. It tells you about God's opinion about the circumstances. It tells you about God's opinion about others. And when you begin to see yourself from the disposition, God sees you. You will know that this economic instability is no bigger than you. The Bible said, I will not allow any temptation, including economic instability. I will not allow any temptation come to you except that which is common to men. And he said, within that temptation, I will give you a route of escape. So for God to have allowed you to remain, remember the COVID-19, the lockdown and everything, some persons died. So if you are alive and you are in this conference, watching us it means god's no god knows that you have what it takes to do what you have to do in this present dispensation it's not an accident that you were born at this time yes there were pandemic that happened in 18 19 18 20 but god would have sent you there then he made the choice to bring you here now because you have what it takes to overcome this period so this is what you get to find out as you begin to engage yourself and study your Bible every day. Because part of what 
the natural response to situations like this is that we want to get ourselves abreast with what is happening. So, by reason of that, we are constantly listening to the news, hearing more about the economic instability, hearing more about the impact of the lockdown, hearing more about the impact of the COVID-19 and all of that. Faith comes by hearing. Fear comes by hearing. So what I'm actually telling you to do now is to direct your attention to the word of God so you can keep building up your faith. Then another thing, listen to messages that are motivational. Messages that are motivational. I know there's, a, there's been a lot of backlash to motivational speakers, the high pew and all of that and all of that. Motivation is like taking your baths. I don't categorize myself as a motivational speaker, but I teach. I'm a teacher by disposition. I'm a teacher by calling. I'm a teacher by makeup. I teach, but I must be able to teach motivationally. What does motivation do? Motivation, I call it motive for action. Motivation gives you the reason to act. It gives you the motive, the reason why you must take action. So you need messages that will keep impacting you and telling you and giving you reasons why you should take actions. Not just messages that keep backlashing you and telling you what you're doing wrong and all of that. Of course, there's a place for all of this. You need to know where you're missing it so you can correct yourself. But you need to listen to messages that makes you think that you can't. If you see the picture I use on the slide, you can't. A message that will cut off the from the cats and empower you to do it. So you need such messages at this time for you as an individual. Then, how do you deal with reduce confidence in clients or those of us who are business people? My, my message to you is that you must convert your clients to family and friends. How do you deal with your family and friends? You check on them. You call them, their concerns are your concern. You engage them and you ensure that you guys are constantly in a conversation mode. When you convert your clients to friends and family, your business becomes uppermost in their hearts in this time. Part of what happens at this time is the fact that people are a bit skeptical in their spending. People are careful in their spending. I wrote here that when confidence is low, decisions are made on the basis of relationship. By this, I mean buying decisions are made on the basis of relationship. Recently, my vehicle had an, had an issue with the air conditioning system and I needed to deal with it. I have a mechanic app that I've been using for years, of course. It doesn't work on the air conditioning system of the car. But I have a relationship with him. I met with a lot of air conditioning guys, guys that fix air conditioning. But at this time, because I have to be careful with my spending, I'm not ready to do it and do it the other the second time, the third time before I get it right. I needed to rely on someone I have a relationship with. I called him, he said, come over. I went to his shop, he called another air conditioning guy, 
who checked the car and went ahead to fix it. I was already anticipating spending tens of thousands of naira. Guess what? I spent 2,000 to get that thing fixed. I worked with that guy not on the basis of his trust, of my trust for him or competence, but on the basis of my trust for the person who recommended him. So decision making at this time is made on the basis of relationship. So as a business person, customer retention strategy must be something you must begin to look at. Engage your customer, send them text messages. There's no reason why you should not have a database for your customers. You should know their the birthdays of their children, send them gifts, send them cards. Let me share this example. I worked in the bank from 2005 to about 2012. And while I was working in the bank, of course, God, the way the banking works, go to work early in the morning and close late at night. If I virtually all your bank account in any other banks, actually have to go dormant because you don't have time to log them. I had an account in a particular old generation bank. By 2012, I was thinking about resigning. Of course, I resigned during my leave period. I went on leave. I normally go on leave during April because my birthday is April 12. So I wanted my leave period. I need to be at home. On the 12th of April, I got a text message from this bank. That was the first message I got on my birthday. Because of that text message, message an account that has been dormant for six years i went to reactivate that account from 2005 to 2012 close to seven years i went to reactivate that account and i still use it today by reason of text message which cost four naira for those of us in nigeria so that's what happens when people feel connected to you as a business person, when they feel that their concern is your concern, they spend their money with you. Remember when we're talking about generating income at this time, we're talking about income money that is already in the hands of some other persons. So you have to find a way to attract it. Then dealing with low investment during economic instability. My message to you is this, follow the budgets know the cause of the instability and position your product or service along the solution line to these problems. Because at a time of economic instability, governments, multinational agencies, international organizations are doing everything to tackle the instability. When your business is positioned around proffering solution to the cause of the instability, or the aftermath. Yes, now COVID-19 is the cause of the major instability all over the world. With COVID-19, part of what happened is that there was a lockdown. With a lockdown, what must happen is that people must eat, you know? And when you buy things, they need to be ferried to you from one place to the other. So when you position the business around the line of food production, agriculture, logistics, and all of that, you can see that you understand the economic indices and you understand what is causing the instability and your product is solving the same problem that is either causing it or that has resulted in it for the COVID-19 people are 
spending time on research, trying to come up with vaccines, some are coming up with drugs, even for those of us in Nigeria, some are coming up with herbal drugs, purported to be able to deal with these things. Of course, we know that part of what you need to do is to boost your immune system. So people are coming up with food supplements and all of that that can boost people's immune system. And at this time, see, people spend money on whatever will work. You know, so this is it. When you position like this, the instability ends up becoming a favor to you. For those of us in training and empowerment and all of that, the very thing we needed to just do was to move all our trainings, all our products and services virtually. Is it that we don't know that this virtual space existed before? We knew. But there's this deception of there is always time. There is always time. Now, the lockdown has shortened the distance between the time that we have always thought was there. So right now we're doing it. And we are still trying. So that is it. You will try. You will try only with knowledge and wisdom and depend on God's voice to guide you. My pastor, we always say the greatest asset is the voice of God. The lower spending at this point in time, everybody is on survival mode. Everybody is on survival mode. And when people are on survival mode, spending becomes very difficult. Expenses are focused on the things that will help people to survive, not luxury. So if your product is a luxury product, there might be need for you to adjust to meet the reality of the times. An organization as big as a co-hotel and a, a a, 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 a luxury brand as big as a co-hotel which they're into hospitality hoteling and all of that went as low as getting into food delivery business laundry business because they have these arms within the hotel if the room service is shut down which other services do we have within our coffer that we can keep pushing up to remain afloat because at this time what we cause people to survive is more important than luxury of course the luxury guys the, the, the luxurious guys those with the money and all of that will still do what they have to do you know but at this time you're targeting to reach as much as you can you know that's that's Then lower growth, lower growth, lower growth. You must be flexible. In fact, dealing with this and what I just talked about is practically something you must do. I think this is where I cited the example of a co-hotel. You must realign your services. You must realign your services to meet the reality of the time. You must realign, check your coffers, check your services during the lockdown. When things were really, really tough. Part of what we did as an organization was that we cut all our services to barely 50%. What we're trying to do was to give people the opportunity to quickly get this thing, 
during this lockdown and yet we remain afloat ordinarily we do a business plan for a hundred thousand i know i do two to three business plan within the lockdown for fifty thousand naira. that's money still coming despite the shape in the economy you know some of those things that can be adjusted especially things that requires that you don't need to spend the money on buying the parts required to do to create the products or deliver on the service some of those things are within your power to shut it just straight them and make sure that people are able to get them and they keep going you know the flexible enough to give to the client what they need not just what you have if a co-tech will be flexible enough to go into food delivery business to go into a laundry business of course you're not too big to realign your services then massively another thing that goes with economic instability is high unemployment rates particularly i'm very high on things i'm one of those that will not celebrate you for getting a job except you get a job for the right reason because by experience i've come to realize that the most limiting factor for maximizing your full potential is salary yes the most limiting factor to maximizing your full potential is salary does that mean i'm saying people should not work for other people no not at all they work for the right reason i'll not dwell so much on that i'll ask that you go to our youtube channel go and watch where we demystified work so i'll just say what i have to say find yourself develop yourself and sell yourself that's my goal you are a product until you find you understand you enough you will sell a fake version of you and like you know fake things are always cheap so don't sell you cheaply develop you before you sell like nigeria we extract product here we go with people who sell it people refine it and come sell back to us and we are selling at we are buying at hundreds of percentage higher than what we sold that's what becomes of you if you deploy yourself on refined you're spending this time in this conference. This is a time that some persons are lazy in the way. Some of them are chatting, spending the same data you are spending to learn now. They are spending it to chat. They're spending it to watch comedies. They're spending it to watch things that are not defined. In fact, one of my mentors says it's possible to gossip alone. He said, gossiping is when you consume information that is of no benefit to you. So some person spend their whole day gossiping on social media, even though they are doing it alone. Spending time consuming things that are of no value. So spend time to develop yourself. The more developed you are, the more expensive you become. Then my second message is work for yourself and no one else. 
wow, that's an extreme statement. So who's going to work for those of us who are creating businesses? That's it. My message there is when you watch, when you watch the, 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 the video we did when we demystified work, you will understand what I'm saying. My message here is that never work for money. Never work for money. We work with a disposition of learning. We work with a disposition of learning. When you work to learn, you build yourself into a more valuable asset. You build yourself into a more valuable asset. Work, I am one of those that calls work employment as apprenticeship with salary. Apprenticeship with salary. Work wherever you're working with a disposition of acquiring the knowledge of the workplace, understanding the system, building the same structures so that when this job is taken off you, you can keep working. Because basically what you're doing where you're working is that you're creating value that is exchanged to your customers in return for money. If you were hired by somebody paid on a monthly basis to do this, when the person who hires you changes, by reason of what many we call unemployment. It means the person who hires you has just changed. What stops you from hiring yourself? The only reason you cannot hire yourself is because you never learned enough. Why are you supposed to learn? So when you walk anywhere with a disposition of learning, you're going to find out that you can deploy that knowledge, that expertise, anywhere else with or without that structured pay employment that's my message so for people who work with me i do everything to also build them to become employers whenever they want to and for remaining with me it comes with a whole lot of benefits never use people for your benefits yes impact them with things that are even beyond money so those that work with you always feel empowered. Then I'm going to talk about our mental disposition to life. This has a lot to play in how we succeed in life. Our mental disposition to life. The mental disposition will determine your attitude, it will determine your performances, it will determine the actions you take, it will determine your behavior, it will determine the results you get. So we must be deliberate at what we are thinking and how we are thinking. So we're looking at your mindset about money. Your mindset about money will deliver more money to you than the work you're doing. Yes. Your mindset about money will open you up to more money than the work you are doing. I wrote down here that those who pursue money don't get it. When you watch our video when we demystified money, you learn a lot about that. Those who pursue money never get it. There is a set of persons that money is pursuing. That's those who create values. That's why we said here that money follows values. 
if some persons are running after money and they ain't getting it, I've heard people use the word and doing this just to get hands to meet. And the hands doesn't seem to be meeting. So don't do anything to get hands to meet. We live life, wake up every day looking for problems. Because people actually get paid for solving problems. Check where we demystify problems. You know, when you check some of the things we have demystified, you see that some of the concepts that people pray against are things you should pray for. Imagine if there's no problem in life. <laughs> Money making ends. Yes, when there's no problem to solve, money-making things, you know? So that disposition matters, the disposition to money. Never work for money, work to create value. And you can only create value when you are working to learn. Then what's your mindset about work? I've said a lot about work even before we got here. So those who work for money, work forever and yet stay broke yes those who work for money work forever and yet stay broke those who work to learn with systems that perpetuate wealth it was les brown that said there is no secret to success there's not there are only systems to success there are no secrets to success there are only systems to success. So when you're working, you are trying to master the system of wealth. Don't run after jobs that will only give you money. You will work for long and yet you remain broke. I saw a quote by somebody who said, I'd rather work for five years and be financial. I'd rather invest in my business and become financially free than to work for 35 years, retire, and still be broke. I'm not against civil service, but I think I'm against the mindset at which the majority of the civil servants in Nigeria works. That's part of the reason why when they leave civil service, they are broke, not only broke, the mindset is already worked that they can practically do nothing else. Virtually every business, they put their money in flops because they've not mastered processes for money making. And the particular pastor said something that is very easy to be poor in Africa. And all you need to do is to just follow your parents' footsteps. As I thought about that, I realized that you see a parent who was a civil servant, struggling to pay the children's school fees, living in a tattered house, struggling in life, and yet, the only advice they have for their children is go to school, graduate, so you can come work almost where they are working because they will keep telling you about pension. Some of the pension that people receive today is what we spend to pay our car in a week. That's the pension people live on in a month after spending 45 years. 60 years working so we must have the right mindset the right disposition to work so we can begin to create value if there's a book i'm working on now well i will not let the cat out of the bag yet but it's a book that actually talk about monetizing your minutes 
placing value on your time, but you can deploy your time to do a particular work once and keep aiming. The book will soon be out very soon. But I have another one that will be releasing next month here. I'll be releasing just September. The sales will shoot up in September. How to add funding your business or idea. How to six ways to get the funding you need to expand your business or to launch that idea of yours. It's a powerful book that you can't afford to miss it. And when you follow those six ways, you become a magnet attracting the funding that you need. It's something we have done over and over. So all of that will be locked up with that book. That will be coming out September. That will be coming out in September. You know. So let's go ahead. Time, time, time. What's your mindset, your disposition to time? I think I was just ahead of myself. Is your time making money for you or costing you money? Your disposition to time is your ultimate disposition to life. At the beginning of every year, when we hear every one of us shout, Happy New Year! Part of the reason why we're celebrating is the fact that our accounts just got credited with millions and millions of seconds. But at the end of that year, some of us would have converted our millions of seconds into millions of naira, millions of dollars, millions of pounds, millions of euro, millions of whatever currency of the country we are living. While others would have converted those millions of seconds into millions of excuses. So you must master your time. You must manage your energy within the 24 hours that you have. The rich don't have more time than the poor. The difference is the fact that the rich manages their energy within that time frame much more than the poor. Just wait for that book. That book will transform you. Monetizing your minutes. How to turn your millions of seconds into millions of whatever currencies you want. You know, when the book is hard, Touch Bearer's Network will be among the first to get to hear about it. The Pastorology, please keep me on my toes to get that book to you. So, time is money. Then, another thing that is also money is people. Your disposition to people matters a lot. Your disposition to people matters a great deal. Your business exists for the problem people are facing. And we're talking about generating income in the midst of economic instability. We're talking about income, money that's already in the hands of other people. So, when you're talking about generating this income, we're talking about leading these people. Remember, you can only lead people, you can't manage them. You can't manage things that have their choices to make. You know, so you lead them to spend their money with you. That's why we talked about you converting your customers to friends and family. So when there is need for them to spend money like they will always spend money, you'll be among the first to be in their mind for them to spend the money with. You know, so you must lead people, you must trust people, you must love people enough 
to lead them to spend their money with you. So your disposition to keep for matters a great deal. Then, secondly, the more people you are able to reach, the richer you will become. One of those things that you find on earth today is that the richest of the richest guys have products and services that reaches the world. If your product or service can only serve people in Lagos, you can never be richer than the economic capacity of people in Lagos. If your product or services can only serve you, 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 people in the United States, you can never be richer than the capacity of people in the United States. So the number of people your product is able to solve their problems determines how well you will be. Then finally about people is that the caliber of people you serve determines your work, your pay per work. There are people you work for and you earn enough to take care of yourself for one day. There are people you work for and you earn enough to even pay your staff salary for one month. Meanwhile, there are others you work for and you earn enough to pay salary, build a house, pay salaries for a year, build a house, house your family, take care of others and make impact. So the caliber of people you are serving ultimately determines what you earn per work. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 22, 29, that if you see a man who is diligent in his work, he said he shall serve kings and not bear men. And what happens with kings is that they refer you to their fellow kings. That's one. Secondly, kings have value for time, so they don't spend time negotiating. Especially because of the fact that they are trusting you by reason of the person who recommended you. So left for them, if you are not the one doing this, whoever is going to do it is going to do a shoddy job. You know, and when you work for one king and you work diligently, that king refers you and talks about you in so high regard that the other king approves you even before knowing you. So that's the power of diligence. That's the power of diligence. Then finally, I need us to face life with this mindset and this disposition. I thought it's the marketplace dynamics. See life as a marketplace. I'm sure you never get up from your house going to the market to go get a particular value, a product or a service without having something in you to exchange for that value. Why is it that believers are the only people that expect something from nothing? Prayer is good. I pray a lot. I pray every day. I don't just only pray every day. Whenever I'm not with anybody, I'm either confessing and speaking to myself or I'm communing with God. So I pray a lot. And I'm not one of those that will tell you that prayer is not necessarily the equation of success. Prayer is very, very necessary to the equation of success. But my disposition to prayer is that when I pray, I'm talking to God and I'm listening to God. He said, 
if you delight yourself in me, your desires shall be established. What I found out is that when you delight yourself in God, God's desires become your desires. God's strategies become your strategy. He has changed wisdom with you. He gives you new ideas. And when you put these ideas to work, you find out that you are able to create content, create products and services that you can then exchange for the one you are looking for. You know, ask and you shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. What happened is that when in asking, I is in praying. When you pray, listen and get feedback from God. Seek, that is researching. Researching to find. Then knock, that is taking action based on what you have asked for, what you have found out by research, and the action necessary. When you do this, you must be able to come up with a product or a service in the market. So ask yourself every day when you wake up, what products or service am I trying to sell? If you have none, I'm afraid you are in a lockdown. And look at another thing about the marketplace dynamics is the fact that money is called currency because money moves. Money is called currency because money moves. It's moving from those buying values to those selling values. Money moves from those buying values to those selling values. So when you come to this kind of marketplace, empty-handed, how then does money come to you? You see it? So see life as a marketplace, put a product or a service in the market and ask God to continuously guide you. So that's my last word for us. Put a product or service in the marketplace called life. And if you have these three things I'm going to talk about now, you don't have any excuse. If you have time, talent, energy, you don't have any excuse. I use the word if, but the reality is that you have time. But we all have time. 24 hours equally. I talked about how some of us converts our millions of seconds to millions of excuses. That shouldn't be you. You have hidden talents. God saw a problem on earth and created you to tackle that problem. So there's a talent, there's a gift within you to tackle this problem that God saw you, that God saw before he created you. The energy, of course, you have energy. Energy is the ability to do work. That's the simplest definition of energy. So if you have energy and you're not deploying it to work, to create products or services, to create whatever is exchangeable for money, then you are wasting God's resources. Thank you so much for this time we have spent together. I must tell you, even though I know we have learned a lot from this session, I particularly have learned a lot just sharing. 
Thank you, Pastor Bolaji. Thank you, all of the team members of Touch, Touch BLS Network International. I'm thrilled for the opportunity, and I feel that as many that will watch this, that are watching now, and as many that will watch this later, we have something great to pick from it. For those who are willing to reach out to me after now, that's my information. My name is Osai Tresomokaro. From this link, if you go to trescaro.com slash links, you are going to see different products and services that I have there that can be of tremendous help to you. All my social media handles are at Trescaro, my personal social media handles. Then my business social media handles are at Trescaro Systems. If you want to watch our videos on YouTube, just type bit.ly slash Trescaro. That will take you to our YouTube channel where you have access to all of our videos, you know. And I'm sure I'm still going to post this video there for my followers to watch after this event, you know. Then my website, as you can see, there is trescaro.com. Then my phone number, if you want to reach out to me on WhatsApp, you can see there is one eight two eight eight four zero nine one. Pastor Bolaji and the team of Touch PRS Network, take it off from there. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this great opportunity to share my thoughts. I believe I've been able to stir some persons up. I believe I've been able to inspire some persons. Yeah, there's a book behind me, your book we sell. I'll, I'm not sure I have the privilege to sell this, but it's something. What I do is that every book I'm reading at the moment always stands behind me when I'm doing video shoots. So I recommend it, especially for those of you who have something to sell. It's a nice one. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this great time. Pastor Bolaji, take it out from there.